I want to look at the way the Nesiv Shalom, who quotes the Shem Mishmur, by the way. Um, so we're talking really Shem Mishmur's turn of the century. Nesiv Shalom is in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And how he deals with uh, the Yetzirah. How he deals with the Yetzirah and how he connects it with the Korban, the sacrifice of the Ola, which is the Ola that has to be burnt on the fire completely. So it's it's the pericope known as Zos Torah Ola in Parshas Tzav. But Medrash Tanchuma in the Medrash it says Zos Torah Ola says Shama David Miyale Beharshem Umiyakum Bekom Kachon Kikapai Mavali. The Medrash brings the pasuk from um, Tehillim that we say when we return the uh, Sefer to the Ark. Um, who who has the right to go up to the mountain of God? And who has the right to establish a place in his holy sanctuary? Only the requirements are Nekika Payim. So he's going to trope on this idea. He whose hands are not bloodied or hands are free from from uh, corruption. Nekika Payim. Naki, clean. Ubar Levov and someone who has purity of the heart. The hands and the heart. Can, can do it, can go up to the Jerusalem? Has the right, Miyale, to climb, to ascend the mountain of the Lord. Miyale Baharashem. Who can do it? So, do, do you have it? Yeah, I have it. Okay, all right. Hainu Shet Torah Now he's going to connect it. That Medrash is saying that the Torah, the laws of the sacrifice of the burnt offering, that it's completely burnt has a connection with this verse in Psalms. So the Medrash is making that connection. That is, the Torah Sa'ola, he Torah, the laws of the sacrifice of the total burnt offering, or as Art Scroll calls it, the elevation offering, it is that because you don't participate in it, in a shlom, you eat. In a chatos, the different korbanos, the kohen eats. The priest participates. The ola, it all goes up. All goes up. Meaning, he's saying, it goes up. Spiritually, he's saying, this kind of sacrifice reflects the otherworldliness of it. Because it go, it's consumed, it goes up, nothing remains down here. So there is something otherworldly about the demand that who can rise to the mountain of the Lord? Someone who's not human. Who's, who's, who's free of that? Even a smidgen of that, right? That is what the Ola represents. Why is it considered the word Ola going up? Shehi Eliona Mikol Karbonis, because it is the most exalted. It's a pun. Ola means going up, burnt offering that goes up. It's a technical term. But it also could be Eliona. Take away the outside the Lamut and you've got Ola. It is the most exalted of the sacrifice. Ha Ola, he ha Ola. Why the repetition? Right, Zos Torahs Ha'ola, this is the law of the Ola. He Ha'ola, repeating it redundantly. Why? Teda, you should know the redundancy is coming to teach us something about 
that which is the most exalted of all the sacrifices. This one takes a bit of this, the Baal takes the Mincha, the Kohen takes from that offering, the Ha'ashem goes to the Kohen. But when it comes to the Oila, a human doesn't touch it. No consumption by humans. Another pun. God is the Elyon, so to him gets the Ola sacrifice because it is Meule, it is the most choice. That's the Medrash. Hainu, so now the Nisiva Shalom dives into that Medrash. What makes it choices to God is that there is no mixture with human participation. There's no human consumption of this, and therefore it is the most exalted, and it's all for God, and makes it mufchar, the choices of all the korbanos. Because if there, if I get a smidgen of participation in this carbon, it's not mufcha because there's like a human contamination. The human participation in this carbon somehow contaminates it from being the mufchar, from being the choices which goes completely to the ribonishlam. Now he connects that to the Medrash. The Medrash had said from the Pasuk in, in, in Tehillim, Mi Hashem, Is anyone Nikika Surely not. So therefore, don't participate. Ah, the one carbon that has no human participation or contamination is the Ola, therefore it's Minamufcha. Very nice. Now he says, okay, that's very nice, but now I'm a, I'm a Hasidish Rebbe, and this is a <laughs> spiritual manual, so now I have to tell you, how do we go along that path of mi yale bahara shem how, how do we do it? Haderech, the spiritual roadmap, la'alos bahara shem, merumezes paparsha. The spiritual mo- roadmap is hinted in this parsha. You wouldn't have thought it because it looks just like a priestly self-sacrificial cult. It's got nothing to do with us. It's all about sacrifices. No, he says it's hinted. This idea of the Ola that is completely burnt on a Mizbeach that is constantly on fire has the following qualities. Ha'echad, zos Ola ka. Koach HaTorah. It says, Zos Torah Ola. Torah means what? Law. Hora'a means to paskin a shaila. It doesn't mean Torah. is law. This is the law of, of the law. This is how you do it. You got to put it on there. You got to do this. This is the, the behavior, right? He doesn't read it that way. He says, Zos Torah Ola. This is the way the Ola teaches you the spiritual way. The Torah being not the legal way, but the spiritual path. Koach HaTorah, what is that inequality of the Torah that is connected with Ola, the sacrifice of the burnt offering? Kamama Chazal, Gemar and Chagiga 27a tells us, Talmidi Chachomim ein eishel gehenem sholetes bohem, shekol gufon eishenema halo kodivri kaishno mashet. Tamidi Chachomim are like that Ola offering. Why? Because they're always on fire. They're burning on fire. 
and therefore the fire of Gehenna doesn't touch them because fire can't touch fire. Why? Because their whole bodies are on fire. It says, Halo The prophet says, isn't this Torah, the word of God? It's like a flame. You've got to be careful with it. So they, they deal with it all the time. They are walking flames. Therefore, they are like the Ola, that is, Kula Mukat Tukat Alamizbech. The Ola is in flames. The Talmud Chacham is in flames. So why doesn't the Aish of Gehinnom touch them? What is the Aish of Gehinnom? Oh, Nesiva Sholem, typical. The Aish of Gehinnom is the Aish of the Yetzahara and its desires. As Freud would say, the id that is burning with us, that, that deep id energy. And yesterday we talked about Eros and Thanatos, there are two drives, according to Freud, that will make you kill a million people, right? This drive that's irrational, this blood drive, the, the blood drive for Thanatos and the blood drive for Eros that has brought down more congressmen and more people in this last year by exposures, right? So those two fires are burning and you can't control them. It's an addictive fire, the fire of lust and the fire of murder and, and aggression. And that's the Yetzirah. And what is the counteraction to that fire of Gehenna, that fire? The only thing to counteract that is the fire of Torah, the Ola offering. That fire of Torah's Ola, the fire that's in the belly of a person who is filled with spirituality, is the fire that contradicts that. The founder of AA was ready to give up. He went to every single psychiatrist in New York. They said, there's no hope for you. You've been in and out of sanatoriums too often. There's no hope. So he goes to Switzerland to see C.G. Jung, the great psychoanalyst and pupil of Freud. And after 45 minutes, Jung tells him, there's no hope for you. And on the way out, on the way out, he's just about to open the door, Jung says, Spiritus contra spiritum. The only thing that can save you from the spirits is a spiritual revolution. Spiritus contra spiritum. That's what he's saying here. The fire of Torah, the spiritual revolution, not just the rote and the halachic behavior and the obsessive halachic disorder and I've got to get another blood under my belt and another mitzvah, the bean counting, right? That's not going to do it. It's going to need the fire in order to counteract the fire of the Yetzirah, of Eros and Thanatos. That fire can consume the Yetzirah. And the second aspect of this Ola offering that I can learn from this as a spiritual path. He ha'ola al-muktas al-mizbeh kol He's quoting the verse. This is the fire offering that is on the uh, lit and a flame on the altar all night until the morning. Then, of course, he comes in to take the ashes. And we learn all the halachas from that the, the fire has to be lit the whole time on the misbeach. So why is he telling us about all the nights? He's saying, well, that's the second thing I want to learn. That is, not only that Torah counteracts this 
idea of the Yetzirah, so that Miyale Bahara Shem, who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? It's just too high to ascend. Well, I have two tools that I'm learning from here. Nesiva Shalom says. The one is Torah. The second one is Kolalaila Adaboke. You could have just said Adaboke. Why do I have to add the words Kolalaila Adaboke? Adaboke means the morning. Hu Hazman Shehachomer Mitgabe Alatsura. It's the night time. It's the ladies of the night. It's the dark night of the soul. It's the night time of darkness where I lose the clarity of my life. In the night time of the soul is where I'm susceptible to the Yetzirah. And those dark passions overcome a human being at night time. But if a Yid can hold on to that fire through the night, he can fa- hold on to the passion of spirituality through the night. Right. With that power, that force. So he's talking about the Brent. This is what Hasidus has become now. For the 20th century. It's it's very Musadik Nasiva Shalom. But what he's adding, what is so Hasidish about it, is that you have to bring, as the railway tells us all the time, you have to bring a Brent, you have to bring a fire. You have to have a fire in your belly. You have to have a passion. That passion will see you through the dark night. Lalos Bahar Hashem, in order to climb the mountain of the Rabboina Shalom. It's a dazzling because it's different to Musa. That's the point here. How is this text different to a regular Musa Sefer? And what he's saying is, I'm giving you the spiritual roadmap. And the two tools that I learned from the Korban Euler is that you got to bring that fire of the Euler into your Avodah Hashem, because without it, you won't survive the dark night of the soul. And the second one is you have to bring the koach of Torah in order to fire up against the age of Gehenim. Does he, does he tell us how we can do that? Um, does he give us any insights into how to create that fire? So, that passion? Right, right. Um... So far, he's just giving us the roadmap. He's not telling you how to do it. Okay. So from this, this spiritual roadmap, I'm going to apply it to something very local, focal, very um, practical. And that's the Isra of Chometz. Because there's something very unique about Chometz. Why? Milfad Achilos Chometz. Besides the Isra of eating chametz. There's a second Issa in there. What's the second Issa? The second Issa is bal yiroi, bal That is, the first Issa is, okay, don't eat. The second Issa is, you got to search everything out so that none of it is found anywhere. Meaning, you can't have any aspect of access to it either. It's not just the consumption of the chametz that's a problem. But there should be no access to it because it can't be found anywhere. In every other aspect of Torah where it talks about forbidden food, 
That never applies. You can't eat pork. Doesn't mean you can't be seen. Not only that, there is an isa if you even have a mashahu. Everywhere else, it's what? An olive side, right? The whole machloikis in the Gemara about whether it's an If you have half an olive versus an olive. Right? <laughs> right? Here, it's even a mashahu. There's no such thing as, what's a mashahu? A mashahu is something that's infinitesimal. You can't even have that. And the only way to get rid of it is through Shrefa. There are some people in Israel uh, who will not take drink from the tap on, on, on Pesach. Won't drink from the tap. It comes from the Jordan River. People go camping in the Jordan. There's some sandwiches. Sandwiches get into the water. There's a Masha who comes down the Jordan River and is into their tap. So so what is that that is so specific to the Issa of Chomets that you've added this whole Inyan of Mashehu? There is in certainly in the Kabbalistic year two high points of the year. One is Leil Pesach and one is Shmini Atzeres. Leil Pesach is a gift from above. It's unearned. You just came out of Mitzrayim. You're a slave. You have no control. You're still living like a slave. You're thinking like a slave. And yet, a gilu of the Shechina came, right? Ubamoros Golos, who gilu Shechina? It tells us in the Haggadah. We had a gilu of Shechina, Bechinas Atika, according to Kabbalah, in which after that, we lost it. Got it momentarily, we lost it. Now we have to work the Sphira, from seven weeks of the Sphira, to build up to getting Hatman Torah. Shmini Atzeres is the other high point in the Kabbalistic year, in which you worked up from Rosh Chodesh El through Rosh Hashanah, Naseres Mechuvah, and Yom Kippur, and the Sukkot, and you've done all the preparatory work. Now it comes to Shmini Atzeres, it's Ponim B'Ponim, the Zoya says. Those are the two high points in the year. Leil Pesach, after we've already been through Pesach, Pesach Lodoros, not just Pesach Mitzrayim, so we know what it's about. We are becoming the chosen people because of that night. That night is the gilui, the revelation of the Shekhinah, and that's when we become a nation. You became Mekudashli, like Kiddushin. You became married to me. That's not historical only. Every generation, a person has to look as if he was in Mitzrayim. Every year we have this arousal on Leil Pesach to have access to the Gilui of the Shechina on Leil Pesach. It's a cyclical, it's not a historical timeline, it's a cyclical timeline. So he now says that that which occurs twice a year in the Kabbalistic calendar, Leil Pesach is one of those opportunities. One of those opportunities to be free of to be free of the schmutz of that Yetzirah. The Hine Chometz. Now we know that Chometz is Marumus, Allah Shorosh. Right? The Chomets is the source of 
this ego bloatedness, the yeast, is the source of all this Yetzirah. So if we are now going to approach the divine on Leil Pesach, which such a Gilu Ishchina, I have to completely free myself from any smidgen of Chometz. And therefore, the added Bal Yeroi, Bal Yemotze law, that it shouldn't be seen anywhere, meaning in the heart, of course. Chometz is the reference to the Eish of the dark night of the soul. From, so that I can be mitna'er legamre me'olam, so I can leave this world for that one night to enjoy the Shechina Kedosha, mi'ale b'har Hashem. Zman cheiruseinu min ha'ra min What is the Zman cheiruseinu? From Egypt. What is Egypt? It's Eretz Erva. Erva Oretz. It's the Erva. It's the Yetzirah. It's the narrow straits. I am free from the Yetzirah for a short time. So he's taking that He realizes we're full of, we're not Nakikapayim. We're not Barlela. But the Chomets is the Yeyutz. It's the trick. It's the spiritual roadmap by giving us that negative commandment of don't eat Chomets. Okay, don't consume it. Because it represents the fire of desire. But also, meaning if you want on that night for Gilushchina, so at least that night, do not let there be seen within the heart. This is all about the heart. So then you can have access. It's a two-way street. If I can just do this down below, then meaning from above, I have a Gilui that's unearned. It's from the treasury of unearned gifts. Shminiatzeres is earned. Leil Pesach, according to Kabbalah, is unearned. But if I can prepare from it down here, then I get this gift from above, that the Yid can get this added help, meaning, how do I get out of jail? A person can't get out of jail. You can't matirizatzmermina. But someone can open the door for me. That is given in an auspicious time that is on Erev Pesach. And that's why Chazal uh, made it also even the Mashehu. So the degree to which they made it also the Mashehu is the degree to which they realize that even a Mashehu can inflame the heart. And anyone who understands addiction knows that it that takes a very little trigger to trigger the addictive mind, right? So they understood psychologically that a mashahu, a mashahu of chametz is enough. But on this night, if you want access to that isarusa de la'ila, you have to lachem machmirim be'isar chametz bechol That's why... They are machmir b'chol achumras when it comes to chometz, which no machelas asoros others have that that chomer. Ki af im Yehudi amel kol yomov. This is the Hasidus. Even if a person's very frum and he's working all day and he's doing daf yomi and he's doing all the mitzvahs and he's doing you know chol of Yisrael and all the chumras. Kol oich shelo oka es hashoyresh pura roish lana eino yochel lagir lelichnaemi olamaze. Doesn't matter how from you are, if you haven't been oiker, if you haven't gone to the shoyresh, he's such a psychologist. 
This is a, only a 20th century Rebbe could talk like this, right? You can, on the outside, look very from. You can put the talus over your head and you can shockle and you can wear the tchelis on your tzitzis and it can go below the jacket line so everyone sees how from you are. But as long as you haven't rooted out the shoresh, how do you do that? Until, until you've taken the addict out of the left side of your heart and left you being oike the shoresh, then you can't he's raised the bar what Hasidus has done said you can't just be a religious bean counter it's not enough it'll get you to the pearly gates and the, the divine accountant will count your bean counter but it won't get you through the gates because for that you have to have this oike of the shoyresh purov and that happens only on the Zman of Pesach, and we're 30 days before, so we should be talking, in which is an auspicious time to be able to accomplish this. It's not just you trying. It, you have to go through that auspicious time. It is the Geula of the Neshama. The Neshama requires a Geula. That is the Inyan of the Seder. Ki'ilu Yotzah Mizraim is an ongoing battle in the Galut of the soul. Zman ha-mesugal le-Yehudi. It's a time that is auspicious to the Yid. Leos beberi chadasha to be born again. U-lehitna'eh mehishum ish-chometz. Shemachtamam shukabamem tashover. And to be free from the chometz of the 49 steps of Tumah. Al-Kain. Therefore, we have to burn the chametz. We can't just throw it in the garbage. We have to burn it like the ola. He, ha, ola now has a whole different complexion. It is a complexion that raises the bar of spirituality. The Nasiva Shmolem is demanding from us that we learn from this. Such a beautiful. He went from the he, ha, ola through the Medrash Tanchuma, why it is. Miyale Bahar Hashem, Ola, Elyon, Minamuvchar, right? Then he takes us into the Musra part of it, Niki Kapaim, it requires that. Yes, very from, very from. And then he goes, but I understand that this is much deeper. It's about Oka et Hashoyresh Pura Rosh Lana. Until you have been Oike, that id, that Freudian id of Eros and Thanatos from within, which can only be done with the nature of the Ola, which is the fire of the religious passion.